0: Sure. I bet. it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me for another episode of the typical septic podcast. Um, I have another psychic with me tonight. I think it's we're gonna we're gonna have an amazing conversation. Um I wanna dive deeper into this phenomenon of psi, PSI, or psychic, all the all the avenues of it, whether it be remote viewing or psychokinesis or ESP clairvoyance, intuition. But, or, or just interviewing psychics in general. And the person I have with me tonight has been a psychic for 57 years, a professional psychic, that is. And I have with me Robert Lindsay Milne. And he's recognized across the continent as one of the most insightful psychic intuitive counselors of his time. He has traveled the world giving insight with his psychic intuitive sessions to tens of thousands of people. Robert Lindsay Milne was reading tea leaves before he could read, he could ing, read English. The Toronto native had humble beginnings as a 19-year-old hippie psychic working at a tea house, but he since grew to be recognized across the continent as one of the most insightful psychic intuitive pronouncers of his time. You will be fascinated by his work with a coma patient and how he was able to help cure rare diseases featured in his book, The Perfect Predator, which I can't wait to talk to him about. And I want to give him a big warm welcome to the Typical Skeptic Show. Robert, thank you for joining me. How are you?
1: I'm doing great, Robert. And thank you for having me on. We're, we're, we're going to have a really good old fashioned t- chin wag tonight for sure.
0: I, yeah and i i think what you're we talking about is I, you know like for me not being a psychic i was i think that like yes you are well somewhat <laughs>
1: I'm so, yes you are you're a psychic it's,
0: it's one of the best forms of um phenomena that we have it and i love all all the phenomena you know i love out-of-body experiences near-death experiences but i i love exploring my consciousness I, i i'm starting to really love it like you know whether it's tarot cards or whether it's just you know like we were just talking about before the show whether i'm experimenting with sports games to see if i have the right bet you know and that's just land putting i told you that i would put like the names of the teams. I put them on a piece of paper, and then I'll mm-hmm. sleep on it. I'll put it under my pillow. And you told me that Edgar Casey did that. I think that's amazing. Well, he didn't. Well, do that. He did it with what books. Edgar
1: Edgar Casey would would put a book under his pillow at night, and and he would sleep on it, and the next day he would have the knowledge of of the book. That's amazing. I, I knew a guy. His name was Michael Blake Reed, and Michael was was a channeler. Um, equal to um edgar casey's status and uh his he he would do the very same thing he he would put a book under his head at night and um wake up the next morning and he would have the information in the book but the next thing is is that it would turn out a day or two later um somebody would call for a reading and they would need some of the information that was in that book. And when channelers or psychics, we do our work, um, and if you're channeling, the the beings that are channeling through you, they're using your body, your mind, your brain, your knowledge to, to share their information. So if there's nothing in your brain um, that has an experience like they want to teach, they can't teach it because it's got to be there's got to be something similar in your head, your mind to be to compare it. So what would happen is that, you know, Michael would choose to sleep on a particular book one day and then like two days later he would have a client that would be coming for that type of information.
0: That's pretty interesting. Um now let me ask you this when we deal with people that are channeling like do you think it's always like extraterrestrial entities or could it be like light beings or from your experience like white what, what beings light, light like Oh light.
1: light. sorry sorry man you know, like, sorry about that. You know if yeah. they say
0: light beings or energy Okay right I
1: understand I just um, I just didn't hear you right. You
0: know like in the, in the Emerald Tablets of Thoth he talks about going to the right. light and like Okay um, right you know Got like it. So, I like a light being or an energy being, or like um, an an extraterrestrial. I mean, there's different kinds of beings that I understand. There's like the Seth material. Where, Where do these these beings come from? Do you think? I mean, what would you say if you had to guess?
1: Well, I I'm not a channeler. I'm just a plain, ordinary, boring, everyday psychic. So so I'm I'm not a channeler. I don't think spirits speak through me. So. I'm only going to be able to give you an opinion um, because of people that I know um, that, that, that tell me how they do their work. Um, everybody does their work differently. Everybody um, sees things differently. Everybody perceives things from different ways and different sources. And there's no one way that's right. Um, the way that's right is the one that works for you, and um, I've always I've always been focusing on doing it rather than putting a name to it. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't really care. Uh, like like I, I I did some work with the uh, Canadian RCMP and the Security Service. I I didn't care what it was called that I was doing. I was just looking for the answer.
0: And who were there? Is that like a a, a military? Well,
1: can, that that was that was at the time it was the the Canadian it was the equivalent of the FBI
0: oh okay and you were it was also
1: the it was it was actually actually the equivalent of the cia only it didn't go only only they didn't go out of out of the country to spy they they just spied on or watched what what, other other um embassies that were that were here and 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 i did some work with them now you know if you want to call it remote, remote viewing yeah call it remote viewing um what 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 i did was i would look at maps what what i was what my my work at near the end was i would look at maps of of the uh, niagara the park in niagara falls and in the 1970s there was more intelligence passed across that border than anywhere in the world and wow. and and on a on a a collaborative um effort on the Canadian side with the Mountie, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police in the security service and um, the FBI, the, there was a collaborative um, um, spies uh, 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 looking for where the um, information was being passed.
0: And what kind of information was it when it was being passed? Well, I
1: never opened it to read it. Oh, okay. You just it had was, to it was an, it heard. was intelligence. It was intelligence that, the russians the cubans the uh the germans you know it was going back and forth because it was so easy to get back and forth um so so what they asked me to look for they called a, a dead letter box and that would be where a piece of information would be would be um uh um dropped off or or exchanged and so i i i went down to niagara falls every every month and and i'd start the day looking maps of the of the park and i'd just run my hand over the top of the maps and and i would feel where the energy was and then the strongest ones then we'd go out into the park and look for them and i would just go in and look for the spots i i i, I found several of them um uh, was i channeling no, was, was I, was I, was, you know, was I doing remote viewing? No, I was just following my instincts. I was, I was being psychic. And, and so I didn't put a label on it. I just simply did it. And, and, and you think we're all psychic to a certain degree? Yes. Okay. Almost. So, um, so being psychic, um, almost everybody is psychic. So if you, if you think of, a, of a, a bell-shaped curve, at one end of the spectrum, there's one poor, poor person that is, has absolutely zero, nothing, you know, zip, uh, in terms of psychic ability or intuition. Follow the bell-shaped curve, and then there's another person at the other end um, that is absolutely 100% totally aware and psychic that that might be a nightmare by the way um, absolutely totally psychic psychically aware and then the rest of us are somewhere in between so what is being psychic uh, well being psychic for, first of all is is natural phenomenon that almost all living creatures have and almost all um mammals have We're mammals by the way almost all mammals have and that instinct that intuition is what has kept us alive and caused us to come out of the caves and evolve have you ever been somewhere maybe you're sitting at a restaurant and pretty soon every, you know the all of north america people can go sit in restaurants soon um, so can you imagine sitting at a restaurant and all of a sudden you look up Over at another table, and you see someone looking at you, not like heavier, and you just see that the person's been looking at you, and you just look at them, or or you do that, or you or you or you think about somebody you haven't heard from, and then lo and behold, there's an email come in, or a telephone call, or um, that that's being psychic. Or, or the other one is, you know, you're walking up to, you know, you're, 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 you're distracted. And, you you know, you're just about to, you know, step out on the road and you go, Oh, my Oh, and and all of a sudden, your instincts tell you don't and and then a car comes running by. We all have that ability. Pardon? Can I ask you a question? I'm, I feel
0: like I'm starting to come into my abilities. And here's what it is. Like, I'm only getting like, negative premonitions like i'll be able to tell when something not very well is going to happen to me and then I'll be able to tell when, like, if I if I encounter someone and the situation's not going to be exactly how I want it to, like if like if I'm going to run into like a like an issue. And I, I don't run into issues often, but like I do work with the public, so I get a good read on different people a lot. So that does let me practice, you know what I mean? Um, and a lot of let's be honest, a lot of times customers can be dicks. You know, you I can be the nicest person in the world, but you know how people are and I'm not being rude. I'm just saying how people are, you know, like I, I could be the, I could have a smile on my face from here to Sunday and like, they'll still be rude, but no, I'm skipping them. You do get the point. But what I'm saying is I'm able to read these people before they come up to me about how the interaction is going to go. Hmm. And also be able to tell, like, say like something bad is going to happen at work. Like I'm able to predict that. Like,
1: um okay. So, so, do you have to have a label for it to do it or do you just do it? I just do it. It's
0: just naturally. And and I just wonder like, what is that? Is that me becoming more psychic though? I mean, I don't want to put a label on it, but like, is that, is that me coming into more of an ability or? Absolutely. Okay. So,
1: so, so, well, it's nice question. Was that what you always had? Um, I was about to say what I'm going to say when when you start talking. Um, The first thing I show my students when I'm teaching them to be more psychic is I say to them, become aware of what's obvious. Become aware of what's obvious. So you're doing a psychic reading. Become aware of what's obvious about the person. Take all of your senses don't grope them, but, but take all of your senses, you know, touch, taste, smell, see, hear, feel, whatever. Um, So take all of your senses and become aware of that person and see them and become aware of what's obvious about them. When you become aware of what's obvious about them, more becomes obvious about them. And then when you become more aware of what's obvious, then more becomes obvious. And then more becomes obvious again. Until, when you're in that state of becoming aware of what's obvious, what happens is what's obvious to you isn't obvious to others. That's the process.
0: That's pretty amazing. Like it, it almost reminds me of someone being able to read read it, read it, read it, read cards in Texas Hold'em. You know, like you're you're looking for tells, you're looking for signs. You know, like they always say that if you ever watch the Texas Holdem game, the, the players are looking for tells
1: and well, well what worry. what what we're looking for, what we're doing is becoming aware.
0: I see. That's it's amazing. You become
1: you become aware. And and that's the first steps of becoming aware. Become aware of what, of what's obvious. And then learn to express what you see. And what you feel. So I used to um, uh, teach, teach a, a, a class. Uh, um, oh, so I, I've spent most of my career um, as a performing psychic. I, I, I was the first psychic in Canada to appear in radio and TV shows. I, 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 I traveled around the world. And my, my, the way I would present, and, and, and it was in the early days, um, what I would do in my shows, people would call up, they would tell me their first name and I would ask them to tell me their first name and have a question, but don't ask the question. So tell me your first name, where are you calling from? Have a question written down and don't ask it, you know, and I, you know, Mary comes on the line, you know, hi, Robert, I'm Mary. I'm calling from, you know, yeah. And I say, okay, thanks a lot, Mary. And, um, by the way, um, was that you that hurt your neck last night? It's, oh, really? That's right. Okay, okay. So, or I would, I would say things like, okay, so you sit now, this is back in the days when the phones were attached to the wall. Right. And I say, okay, you're, you're holding the phone with your left hand, put your right hand out over the table, move it a bit there. Is that where it's burned? Okay. So I would, I would do things like that. And how
0: would you uh, know that stuff? How do you think it was obvious?
1: It was obvious because I started paying attention to every sense that was going on. Um, and I put myself into a, a state of awareness. So what, what I would do is I would start doing the simple things with people. And, and I, would, I, would, I would say the very first thing that would come into my mind. And one of the things that's interesting when I was doing that, um, and I've got a recording here of oh, last time I did a show like that. Um, and what I was, what what I was, um, what what I what I do is is I. Oh, sorry, I'm thinking when I'm. I just got I just got confused here. Um, when I'm when I'm taking calls like that, um, I simply say what comes into my mind, and sometimes I don't know what I'm going to say next. And and, um, the words come out. And there are times when I'm answering a question that hasn't been asked. And and I'm answering the question, and, and I'm saying to myself, Robert, this is so obvious what you're talking about. Uh, Everybody out there is going to be hearing you and they're going to say, you know, they're going to think they're going to, you know, you're going to get caught, man, you're going to get caught faking it. And and um, that would be a big fear of mine. After the show, I'd be listening to to um, uh, the air checks and I would remember back to what I was going through when I was doing those calls. And and what I was talking about, you, you know what I'm thinking? Oh, man, you're going to really, you're going to get exposed on this one, you know, that you're going to get caught faking it. You know, this is so obvious. And when I was listening to it in a different state of mind, it wasn't obvious at all. So we start off with become aware of what you see in front of you. Expand it, expand it, expand it, expand it. Expand it. And then do a couple of thousand readings, practicing that. You know, I'm what the, I in, in my career, I'm 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 um, since working in the tea room and 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 um, all the like phone calls and things like that, I, I've I've done more than a hundred thousand psychic connections. Holy smokes! Like, I'm trying not to swear on my show anymore,
0: but uh, <laughs> that's a lot of readings. That's a yeah, lot. Yeah, it is. Of- it's
1: a lot of people. Yeah, it's a lot.
0: The, I mean, like, what have you learned in that time? I mean, would you say? Oh, about-
1: un- un- unbelievable stuff. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm 72 now. i 73 in July.
0: First of all, you don't look it, by the oh, way. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. You look like you're about 60 years old, 58.
1: Well, <clears throat> thank you. Thank you. Um, and <clears throat> uh, one of the benefits of, of, working so long doing psychic readings being psychic and and um living so long so being psychic and having the opportunities to see the outcome of philosophies Um, so so for example when Someone's going through a shitty time. Oops, I'm not supposed to swear on your show.
0: No, it's okay.
1: <laughs> I, I'm playing with you, man. You just did it. Right? I was just playing with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, so imagine um I just, just let me think about what, what what I was gonna say about that now. Um so one of the big ones that we're told when we're going through a bad a bad time. It, when one door closes, another door opens. Um, every cloud has a silver lining. Um, for every bad thing, a good thing happens. Well, when you're young, you want to believe that shit, but you haven't had the experience of that happening, of, of the good side of, of of something terrible that occurred you, you you just haven't lived long enough to have those experiences when when you live longer when you're in your 60s and 70s you'll see the theories that were presented to you that they'll prove themselves like for the worst thing that happens will bring the best thing that could happen and and that and that really works so 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 i've seen that I've seen that with clients. I've seen that with 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 my life. so so having that experience that the that the concept actually is real uh, is is uh, quite profound.
0: That's pretty amazing. And then would you say that are people from all the readings that you've done have yeah. people been able to solve their problems with a with a psychic reading, would you say? or a lot of times are they?
1: What I do when people come to me is I will show them what's going on in their life and what could be the inevitable result of the path that they're on. If something can be seen, it can be changed. So, When I see a path that somebody's on and things are going not so good or whatever, I'll describe to them what's going on um, and what will happen if they continue on this path. But I also believe that we have free choice and free will to do anything that we choose. We just have to be accountable for it. So when we know there's one way of doing something, then we can have another way also. And 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 that's that's a way a lot of um, way I give information now, and and I, I I don't see things as right or wrong. And then, would you say is the future what must be or what can be? Yes, um, the Wait, future just, is what that, that yeah, yeah that screw, yeah, that came from Scrooge, um, and that was when Scrooge was 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 saying to the spirit of Christmas future spirit. Before you show me these things, um, tell me: uh, is this what must be, or what 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 can be? And then yeah. it was zapped into the yeah. That's work. Um, the answer to that is: it is what can be, as opposed to what must be. What can be is what you're told. So if you're told. That something is going to happen, you can decide not to experience it. So I say to you, okay, so when you're leaving your place today and you're walking down the steps on the third step from the bottom, you're going to slip and break your leg. So, okay, you do that and go out and trip and break your leg. Or, you don't go down the steps at that time makes sense okay so when you know something is going to happen you can decide to experience it destiny cannot be seen because if it can be seen it can be changed then it's not destiny So, so very seldom can you see that, you know, there was an experience I had that, that, that I I remember from years and years ago, um, it happened right after the Calgary Olympic, uh, um, uh, Winter Olympics, and uh, it was in the 80s, and this woman came to me, it was right after the Olympics, she came to me for a reading, she rode her bike up to my place, she came for a reading and um she was a um uh a reporter uh, uh and a producer of of the um CTV Olympic television coverage of the the Games. The games were over, and you know she was back and she came to me for a reading like two days after the Olympics were over. I did a beautiful reading for her. I remember so, and the reason I remember so clearly is the outcome. Um, I did this really fabulous reading and saw great things going on in her life and it was just just wonderful. And she left and I was really happy that I met her and I knew that she would come back again because we had such a nice connection. Two nights later on the late night news I see the um, anchor man does a eulogy for the person that I had done a reading for the day before. and And she when she left my place she was riding her bicycle home and she got hit well we call them streetcars, but you can call them trolley cars she got hit by um a trolley car and got killed
0: oh my god
1: on the way home okay now now i was shocked it made me nuts how how you know if i'm such a hot shot how could I have missed that? I walked the floor for weeks and weeks and weeks and how I could have missed that. And, and one of my teachers you know, said, you know, Robert, maybe you didn't miss it. Maybe it wasn't there to see. Because if she could have seen it, she could have changed it. And maybe it was time for her to have this experience
0: maybe it was in her her soul path, your soul plan or
1: absolutely absolutely life absolutely so you know so if something can be seen, it can be changed. If you can't see it, it can't get changed, and that would be destiny
0: that's amazing and and that's that's so that's so deep because like it, it makes me think of like you know what what this reality is like you know like what we choose before we come into this life if that exists if we have soul contracts if there's reincarnation i mean there's so many different avenues we can go down with that and i don't i'd, I'd like to get your theory as just someone who's been involved in the phenomena for years like do you believe in reincarnation and past lives and soul contracts sure. and-
1: so so um so me robert lindsey Mill. Um, I was born in July 1949, and when, whenever that day comes that, that, that I die, that I complete my life, um, that's it. There is no more Robert Lindsay Milne, and Robert Lindsay Milne will never exist again. Before I was born in July 1949, Robert Lindsay Milne did not exist, and Robert Lindsay Milne is this lifetime. The essence, my spirit, um, lives on. Or my body dies, but the spirit that's lived in my body lives on. It goes back to the pods, if, it, if so maybe. Uh, and then another incarnation occurs. But not Robert Lindsay Milne that was an experience this is an experience and once it's over it's over but the essence and the and the lesson you know goes back to the uh the 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 spiritual pod as it were and then other incarnations happen but but you will not reincarnate your essence your soul will create an incarnation but once 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 it's over the parade's over it's over
0: yeah i mean do you think there's ever any of us that can take part of our consciousness i mean i I wish we i don't think there's any examples of it but i was thinking of you know like there's esoteric writings where they say like you can try to sustain part of your consciousness like at the point of death you can try to hold on to some of your memories and and try to carry them on to the ether or the next life have you heard of this Um,
1: yes and no here, here's what I would think. Um, this physical being is all connected to the spiritual um, part of us, our soul, our spirit. Um, and what this physical experience or this physical being experiences is constantly being shared with the spiritual. Um including the the experience of the physical dying so so in it so so it's it's the physical is is, is 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 a part of the spiritual and then the physical dies and all the experience of the physical stays with the spiritual so so it 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 Um, whatever that is, and that'll stay with that spiritual group or essence for eternity.
0: That's pretty amazing. Now, I wanted to get into... Oh,
1: I just made that shit up, I think. (laughs) That's (laughs) hilarious.
0: Um, I wanted to get into... Well,
1: here's the thing. Um, Here's the thing about that, though. We all have beliefs. But nobody really knows what's gonna happen.
0: I know, I know. It's isn't that crazy? It's
1: all beliefs. It's, okay. It's,
0: it's, it's like we have the NDEs and we have like, I mean, but like we're believing that those are real. Like we we believe right. we believe psychic mediums that they can really talk to the, the that we believe than past life regressions. I just had a past life regression. I, I I'm not I, I it felt real. You know, like, I, I, we did it, we put it on camera, it's on my channel. Sure, of but course. Like, but like, I, I think I was one of the only people to post a, a past life regression, but I'll tell you what what happened and it, what was interesting, like, it was very hard to discern what images I was getting. And from what I've heard other people do, you know, I've heard other, I, I've never seen another past life regression session, but, you know, as from the, as he, I wasn't really being guided, he was just asking me, you know, you go down the hall, you open a door, where are you at? Well, I'm in a desert. You know what, what year is it? Well, I went to have said with what year my mind told me. My mind told me for some reason. My mind said 1730. For some reason, oh, my mind said I was in 1730 in Jordan. Yep. and then okay. I went through the my grandfather's life. I went through his through his nice. eyes. Like, so it was very weird. And then, it but it has me questioning: Was it real? And I'm not sure. Like it seemed real because it was very hard to discern. If Robert, it was, Robert. I, So, yes, sir. What
1: do you want it to be? I want it to be real because I felt Then it's real.
0: (laughs) But then that would mean that we had past lives, right? I mean, or or that we, I I don't know, I guess. Yes. But but, but what's so hard is like, you know, I saw like.
1: Well, what you did was get on a familiar family uh, spiritual timeline. That's what Mm -hmm. happened. right? Yes. Yeah. so it was real
0: it's hard for me to it's why i'm constantly searching for the truth in in the afterlife is because i've seen people have horrible deaths and you know they they never have
1: here's you guess what i i I got some more promises to make one day you're going to get there in the afterlife you're going to get there one day i i I predict that okay right right that's going to happen now until that time you will never know what's going to happen you won't so you know, um everything that's written about the afterlife or god or religion has been written by somebody who's still alive yeah
0: that is true. okay
1: that's right um you y- you know i'm I- i'm sure um as uh, a pope gregory i'm i'm sure that pope gregory is is uh oh no not pope gregory pope um uh
0: um is it uh, now i don't know so, I don't yes. A lot of religion. yes
1: pope Francis pope francis yes um uh he he is a very spiritual and learned man and and all the things that he's learned Were written by somebody that was still alive yeah so all his knowledge is what's gonna happen uh, alive so nobody really knows oh i believe you know okay i'll shoot you because i believe but you don't really know so my way let me just finish this one last sentence so my way is that is that nobody really knows so I'm going to do what I think is the best thing for me, okay. rather than listen to what because my guess is as good as anybody else's. I I'm going to do it my way. That
0: I like that. I like that. I really like that. I can I can respect that because I was yeah. just going to ask you what you thought about NDEs because they seem a lot What's of them- NDE.
1: What's, What's
0: NDE? Near death experience.
1: Oh, okay. <clears throat> Oh, I have some ideas on that. Um, so, there are times in our life we could call an exit point. So we have the opportunity in this existence to decide we, we've had enough. We 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 want to exit, go in another direction. So um, now it's not a failure, but. And we all have these 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 experiences, these near death experiences, where we just about died. It just you know just just about happened. So when we decide, or we're given the opportunity to, if we decide to do something different, we can. It's like uh, somebody going to finishing public school. And then saying, you know what? I've had enough of this academic life. I, I, I want to become an expert ditch digger. I've graduated grade eight. Um, I'm going to go off and dig ditches. Um, so they leave successfully and go in a different direction. We all have these exit points where we almost die, but then we're given the opportunity to almost to die, and go on to the next one, or to stay and keep going, and and that's and that's what and that's what those exit that's what I see as an exit point, or those near death experiences are.
0: They're exit points. So they're they're choices, right?
1: Absolutely, that's right. Have you experienced enough of this, and, and 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 you want to do something different? It's 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 not like you're 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 um, uh, failing, or you know, in school it's 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 that i've learned enough I, I i want to have other lessons and i'm going to have another body and life to do it it's one of those that's what i would call that an exit point
0: yeah and i think also we can have like life-changing experiences that alter, do. alter our 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 um I, I'll, I'll, I'll i'll just explain like what i'm trying to say like you made me just think of this like it, it's not a near-death experience but i know someone who hit someone with a car, and they, (sighs) they, 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 they they did, the guy died, but the guy jumped in front of the car, and, like, he killed himself, and then there was, like, a six-month investigation, and the, it was, like, the police were involved, and it was, like, six months of the hardest time of this guy's life, and, like, you know, he was questioning, like, you know, whether he, you know, did it, or he, if he was, like, guilty about it, but, like, it made him make changes in his life, you know, from what I saw, I saw him make changes for the good, you know, and he ended up being, it ended up being, it wasn't his fault, it ended up being that, like, it was, uh, you know, the guy was on drugs, and he was, like, Trying to kill himself, and he had told people he was going to kill himself, and he tried jumping in front of somebody else's car. It's a long story, but um, I followed the case really. It was a friend of mine, that's why you know. And um, it, it uh, it, but I, I, what I saw, the hit
1: er or the hit e that uh, it was the, your friend,
0: the hit er, right? He okay. was on drugs and he was trying to right. kill himself, you know. Okay, yeah. was changed his yeah. life. Of it, you know, of but course. it's sad that it had to come to that to for the the person that hit the guy to change his life. But at the same time, the guy that changed that hit the guy wasn't really responsible. The guy had literally dove out in front of his car and was trying to kill himself. So it's like a, it's but what I'm trying to get at is like. He It took that for the, this guy to change his life, for him to make decisions that would alter his life to go in a different direction, which is pretty extreme. But I think a lot of us can have that, you know, that I think that's common. We have like tra- trauma based events, right? You know, trauma based events can happen and they can make mm-hmm. us well, change our life for the better or worse.
1: And that, trauma, that trauma-based that trauma event could be a karmic experience where, where both of those entities had made an agreement that this experience would occur. Well, one, the person that gets run over gets that experience, and the person that does the running over, they could have had a, um, a spiritual contract or connection to have that experience. That's amazing. I never thought of that. That's what happens when you get older, man.
0: can i ask you real quick what you you, your work well we still have some time but um this this book you put out called the perfect predator well i
1: didn't write the book it was written by the scientist that found the cure i helped find the cure it's called the perfect predator um I'm not the star there were a lot of other people but what in essence was was in when when Tom was was um dying he was in a coma for 8 months and he had he had this infection uh of the superbug right. and and that superbug how, how did he get a superbug um it, he was in Egypt at the time um and he had a an already um illness and um they were in the pyramids, and he got sick, and he went to the hospital, and caught the superbug at the hospital in Egypt. And the superbug was one hundred percent antibiotic resistant, and that meant meant you get it, you die, oh uh, and there was there, there was no cure. Uh, Tom was in a was in a coma for eight months, <clears throat> and and he was as close to death as anybody could be um, without dying. And and um, Tom's wife. Uh, another client of mine she she is an epidemiologist and i uh, told her that she could find the cure for this bug and and um i i helped her find the cure she'd found it with the help of many scientists around the world but i had an unconscious i had a link with with tom 24 hours a day seven days a week um I I had a psychic mental link and I knew what he was going through twenty four hours a day can you tell like so what what was
0: he going i'd love to know what a per i mean i don't want to know i mean it's it's probably horrible what a person going in a coma because it 's like they're unconscious but they're conscious it, it has to be the most it
1: can be that way, and that was that was the way it was with tom on on several occasions when when he was unconscious um and he in in that eight months he went through septus septus shock seven times, which is just unheard of. Um, so early well, when he got diagnosed in Egypt, then he got medevaced to Germany to a special clinic and everybody around him was using, were wearing hazmat suits and things like that. He, he was unconscious in a coma, um, but he knew what was going on. He could hear voices. And I knew that he could hear voices. I knew, cause I had that link with him and, and I knew when his vital signs would change I knew when he was letting go, I knew when he was strong, I knew what was going on with him. And, and there was one time um, when, when they were in Germany, and, and one of the ways I measured if Tom was okay is, is I visualized the candle that was lit. And when the flame was strong, I knew Tom was okay. And when the flame flickered, I knew there was problems. Tom was in trouble. And there was this one time, um, it was right in the morning, and, 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 and you know, I got focused and, 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 and looked at the candle, and, and, and the candle was flickering. It was going to go out. And, and Tom was alone. He was cold. He was afraid. He didn't know where he was. It was, and, 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 and he was letting go. And, 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 and I said to Stephanie, um, Stephanie, Tom, know, I told her all that. And I said, Tom needs his daughters. Yesterday would have been a good day. Today is a good day for Tom to see his daughters. Tomorrow, not so good. And the day after just don't bother. That night, his daughters jumped on a plane in um, Los Angeles, and they flew over to Germany. And when they got there, they went to their father, and they had, had has messed up. They went to their father. I was back home in Toronto, and um, I was seeing the candle, and, and the, the candle got strong. And, and I knew that the two girls showed up. Now, if a psychic hadn't have been involved there there tom would have died
0: because he was letting go yeah. because
1: there was no measurement or acknowledgement that he had any kind of awareness wow. nobody knew that was the crisis there were two other ones like that and they were written about in the book and and two other um, cases like the people in comas do have i ever done that before no you said i mean like you have other success stories too like Yes of course but but I've never worked with somebody in in in, 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 in a coma before that was the first time. Um I I I've I've helped um had, I've had mental links with 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 people that are um completing their lives. I I I help them prepare for it. I have a, a you know a mental link. I know what they're going through and that's and amazing. It's part, part of my work, yeah.
0: That's it. That's, so you help them with the end of life process. Yes. I, I think that's really admirable, really. I mean, that, that's like uh, that, that's because uh, I think that can be like sometimes that can be like the toughest thing for us to try to overcome is because it's something that everybody's going to face. And, you know, we, you know. we were just talking about the after right before, you know, but it's something that we all are gonna have to oh absolutely nobody can escape the reaper you know that's right and it's like so it's like i guess you know i had another guy come on my show his name is dr michael lynch he's really cool and he he wants to help prepare people for the afterlife too he said we're all gonna face it he said it's just like you know um what what, can i ask you like you don't have to give away all your techniques but like sure some of the things that you do to help someone prepare for the end of life process
1: Well, my work is to help people function to the end of their life, to the best of their ability. Oh, okay. That's okay. I like um, that. So, so my work with them is to help them deal with what's going on and be strong and take care of what they need to take care of. Yes, and and they're the things that I that I um, help people, but um, and especially I I worked with a couple of cancer patients during during this pandemic, and you know during the pandemic when when people would be in the hospital for an illness like cancer, uh, um, because of all everything being locked down, these poor people who were terminally ill wouldn't be able to have any visitors. Have you, have so, you ever, so,
0: have you, so sorry go ahead. i'm sorry i i
1: had i had a psychic mental link with with someone that was going through that and and we worked out ways when she was going through panic mode that i could help talk her down just using text and and my mental focus
0: you know, I, 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 on a side note, I just want to ask you about cancer, real quick, because, like, you, you probably deal with a lot of people. Because, like, you just said, I, I just, my mom's boyfriend just died. She was with him for 15 years. Um, you know,
1: send her my deepest regrets.
0: Thank you. We appreciate it. He died of cancer, and, like, I did. like I bought him supplements that I thought because I read about beta glucan, and beta glucan can actually fight against cancer cells. And I was going to ask you if you ever heard about that, or if you ever heard about any other treatments that can be no you know, progressive towards no. helping cancer. Or is I it, don't know. Is it just like a lost so cause at this
1: point? so well? No, it's not a lost cause. Um, I'm not a medical person, Robert. Yeah, and and so. Um, what I'm doing is just simply helping people get in touch with and deal with the uh, the, the the things that they have to deal with. The uh, part. Yeah, that's not my the biggest part of my work. The biggest part of my work is doing old-fashioned psychic readings, and and um, I do that, and and my readings are about an hour long, and they're a monologue, and. I guarantee my readings, guarantee. Absolutely. Forever. Um, and this is what I guarantee. Um, I guarantee, I guarantee the reading that I do um, when I finish from time, I do it until the ending of my life or my clients, hopefully theirs first. Um, I guarantee that they will know it's all my it's recorded. So they have a recording too. I guarantee that. Um, they will believe the service that I gave them was worth what they paid. And if there's ever a time that they don't feel so, whether it be last year or 25 years ago, give me back that that reading, the recording, or just simply tell me and I'll give you back the money. Just, Just like that. Now, if I did a reading for you 25 years ago and you thought it was a lousy reading, I'm not giving you today's money back. You're getting, you know, the the you know the principle from 25 years ago, not not today. Yeah, I, I just have. But one, but that I do that, I guarantee it. I think that's
0: amazing because that shows that you're confident in your skills. Um, the one last thing that Michelle had a note here about astrology. Do you study astrology as well?
1: No, I don't know why that's in my profile because I'm not an astrologer at all. Um, I'm a psychic teacher, um, you, you know, life coach you know behavioralist but 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 not an astrologer
0: okay but um i was going to tell you if you i don't have any other questions if you want to tell i know you have a podcast my side of the crystal yeah. ball and if you want to tell everybody else where they can find you or they can find your boss. thank you oh.
1: well my podcast is is my side of the crystal ball and um, it's, it's, it's launched every second week. And today's was, 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 was one of the days it was launched today. And um, you can find it on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere else you can um, hear podcasts. You can find me personally on my website, Uh You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, uh, um, YouTube, and tick tock. So all those you can find me.
0: That's amazing. And I just want to tell you, I think it was an honor to be able to interview you. Like I i, I had I think we had a really great conversation. We and, did. Uh, and I and I want to thank you. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you. Well you just can come on mike I hope you come on my show sometime.
0: Oh I would I, yeah I would definitely I would definitely
1: okay that. good that would be good. I'd like to put like to Turn the tables around and do some interviewing with you. <laughs> well, I,
0: okay. I, I, it's hard for me to do that because, like, I'm so used to being the interviewee and asking questions. But I'll do it. I, I'll, I'll do oh, it. Oh, it, it'll it'll be fine. Okay. okay well, thank We'll set you. that up then. And, okay. Uh, and, and nice. It was nice meeting you. Well, we will be talking soon. I'll I'll get to I'll connect with you on Facebook
1: too. Great. Thank you.
0: All right. Thanks, Robert. Nice meeting you. Thank you.